Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello there. (laughs) (laughs) Hi there. (laughs) Hi. Uh, why are we so awkward today? I don't, I think it's, you know is what? It, is there a bit of a leg situation? Hold I don't on, think it's a re- leg. I think it's just us being uh, awkward. Is, it's a leg in our brains. Yes, that's exactly okay, what Okay, well, is. that's the intro, guys. Welcome. Welcome to another <laughs> <What>? episode. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that very professional intro. Oh, God. You know, it's probably because, you know... Uh, at this time, everyone be feeling some kind of way, some kind of way, Rose, you know? <laughs> we have quarantine brain. <laughs> I know. This is so true. Um, oh, my. Although. Well, hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> although, <laughs> although I'm feeling more optimistic today, I have to say, overall. That's weird, because earlier your texts to me were not very optimistic. <laughs> oh, God. You were like fucking self-pity mode, full-on self-pity mode. Oh, God Dragging damn. me down with you. I be, I be in waves, okay? I be going in waves. <laughs> and the reason... Okay, Ma- well... Major waves. <laughs> oh, God. Honestly, I didn't realize that my emotions could be so turbulent until this quarantine. <laughs> and it's literally just like... I don't know about everyone else, but it's just like takes it for a, like a joyride, I guess. Um, no, but like one of the things that is making me po- like quite happy, I guess, and more positive is I was like l- going through some of the... Um, I guess the planned... Um, changes in Alberta um, with with regards to restrictions and stuff. And um, in our province, yes. Yeah, in our province. And it's pretty like optimistic. Like we're moving into the first phase today um, whereby like of the reopening of the reopening. Yeah. So restaurants opened and then every three weeks is like a new stage depending on um, which is, this is, this is like what I feel like they should have done from the beginning is they should yes. have based the stages on the hospitalizations, right? Cause the whole point of like mm-hmm. pretty much of us going into a lockdown was to prevent overwhelming the hospitals, like the healthcare system. Right. Right. So, um, where was I going with this? I don't know. <laughs> uh, you're saying how you're feeling optimistic. Mm. Yeah. So I'm, I am feeling optimistic because as you, as the different phases like progress and already we're in technically the number of hospitalizations that they need for the second stage, like below that for the second stage. So if we even just stay on track now, we're already going to get into a better stage in three weeks, which is like positive, you know, like that makes me feel good. It's like things are starting to open up and to like double edge, not double edge sword this, but to like, you know, add fuel to the fire. The fact that that's not the right term. (laughs) Daniel, you love to use like random cliche terms that don't make sense. <laughs> Add like, fuel to the fire is like when you you're pissing someone, someone's mm, already pissed off and then you like mm. say something else to piss them off more. Well, <laughs> what I was going to say is you're, it's very- you're layering on top of the uh, optimistic cake that yeah. you've already, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. And you know what? It's very ironic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Daniel, seriously, we need to get ironic shirts. I know. I love it. It just needs to happen. It does. It's going to, it's going to happen guys. Um, 
Okay, no, talk to me. What else makes you feel layering positive, Layering on Daniel? top of this optimistic cake that Rose, yes, is, ba- that Rose is baking. A vegan cake, by the way, guys. <laughs> um, so layering on top of that is the fact that like, okay, as even though like Canada's a bit behind with the rollouts of the vaccine and stuff, um, the fact that like they've already started vaccinating that kind of vulnerable population as well as like healthcare workers and everything, because those are like the highest risk individuals. So like, the way that it would work is like actually even if so once you get that vulnerable population vaccinated and as as vaccines are rolling out to the other like stages even if they release restrictions which they are and cases do go up because of that the hospitalizations might not increase because generally the people like if me or you got the COVID, like I'm not saying I want to get it or that you should get it or whatever, you know what I mean? But if we got it, like the chances of us needing to go to the hospital is so low. Like, I can't remember what the stats were, but there was like a breakdown and this might just be in Alberta, but I think it's pretty widespread as well. It's like majority of the people that need to go to the ICU and don't get me wrong. There's like exceptions where like certain people like have to go, but uh, majority of them are people like over the age of 70. So if you vaccinate that portion of the population, you automatically are helping that strain um, get released in the healthcare system, which would mean that like, even as c- cases rise, because we open things up because less people are going to hospital, we continue to open up. <laughs> <laughs> I like that little gesture. Open up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, the flowers are blooming for the spring, you know? Yeah. Well, Sh- the, shit gon' bloom, man. Oh yeah, they w- shit gon' bloom. All we gon' bloom. We gon' bloom. All <laughs> kinds of things are gonna open. I'm gonna. No, I, <laughs> I, well, I don't know what's gonna open on your end, Daniel. Oh, I don't want to hear about what's opening on your end. <laughs> <laughs> Rose, excuse me. Op- you're the one that made this weird opening up gesture, <laughs> and it seemed very suggestive. Just Did putting it. that out there. Oh goddamn! I didn't realize that. You know, by me spreading my arms, it meant I'm spreading some of the nails. You know, goddamn. <laughs> Anyway, Rose, we can see your so mind go straight optimism. to the gutter. Oh, uh, well, I just know how you think. I'm just <laughs> I'm just voicing what you're actually thinking. Well, my optimism is with regards to things opening up. Um, if we want to talk about like my <laughs> my dating life, my optimism there is zero. So, um, guys, oh even if things God. open up, I feel like, you know, the status quo Daniel, will remain. No. We are not going to have this. You know what? Just like random sidetrack, but I feel like, you know, this is tied into this, you know, whole dating conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, I was lately I've been watching way too much um, true crime content on YouTube. Okay. There's this girl. Her name is Kendall Ray and she does like videos on like true crime. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know what it is about her videos, but she's very good at like telling the story. So she'll like lay it out all for you. Mm. And like, I feel like you would like her videos. Anyways, so I've been like... Yeah, I've been mainly like just listening to it in the background while I'm doing stuff, kind of like a podcast. Mm -hmm. And she's been talking about all these kind of crazy ass stories. And a lot of them are involving people in relationships that, you know, fucking kill each other, man. Oh my God, it's so So scary. So goddamn, sometimes, seriously. And then I read the comments and people are like, well, it's it's a good thing I'm single. (laughs) (laughs) Reinforces why I want to be single. Um, Seriously, though, some of these people are crazy. You don't want to get involved with some crazy. This is why you got to do the filtration process. You don't want to get involved with some crazy ass bitch that's going to stab you. Exactly. We need to have a strong filtration process. We need to be changing (laughs) those filters on a regular basis. We need to be making sure we're getting that premium filtrated goods. Um, (laughs) 
But um, no, you know, the funny thing is you brought up that point about like, you know, these couples that you hear about, like obviously like with these like murder stories and stuff. Uh huh. Um, and actually one of the scary stats, I can't remember the exact stat, but it was like something really high. Like I think it's like 90 or 95%. Like whenever there's like a murder or like a serious crime, like 90 to 95%, it's not necessarily a partner, but 90 to 95% of people have a relationship somehow with that person. Yeah. It's like someone they know. Yes, exactly. It's always like that. And actually one thing that actually shook my world, not shook my world, but did you watch that? Um, I think you, I think it was you that told me about it or somebody else. Uh, It was called American. Oh my God. What was it called? Oh, the American, American fam, no American murder or something. The one about Chris Watts, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. The guy that murdered his wife and his two, pregnant wife and two fucking young oh ass my children. God. It was so sad. Guys. Oh my God. And like the Honestly, thing is, everyone you, knows about the story, I think. Yeah. But if you guys don't know, like what is it called? American murder? Mm, let me, let me find, find it. it. Okay. You, oh, you I get, will find it. Okay. You, you find keep it. Keep talking. Okay. So <laughs> I think it's called, I think it's called American murder. You might be right on that. It's one. called American something for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and basically the reason why it shook me so much is because like in the beginning, like there's lots of videos of this. Yeah, it's called f- American murder. Oh, good Sorry. job, Rose. Good job. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> um, apparently where me and Rose like to spend a lot of our time lately on Netflix. Um, Excuse me. Actually, me too now. Continue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but like, they just seem like such a like positive, like loving family. So like, I know that they had mm-hmm. some other issues and like they were texting back and forth at some point and towards the end they were having some issues, but like the, the, throughout the whole movie, I mean the documentary before the, before you find out what happened and stuff, you're like, Oh my God, like what, you know, this guy seemed like such a loving father to his two daughters. And that part really like that part. Really, I mean, the whole thing was messed up, but the fact that yeah. he like, he talked about how he like killed his daughters as well. And I was just like, Oh my God. Like, and, and he did and one. You didn't know that he did it. Right. No, so I had no idea. You, so throughout the whole movie, you actually didn't think that he did it. Yeah. Or were you just kind of like unsure? Like, I was, what was I, Cause I knew the story beforehand. Yeah. See, I didn't, uh-huh. I was unsure. I was unsure, but as right. things started to unfold, I was like, this guy's seeming more and more suspicious, you know, like when yeah. it came out that he had that girlfriend or that girl he was seeing outside of his wife and like all of this other stuff. And I was just like, okay, things are starting to get a little bit like weird. Yeah. Um, but I still didn't think that he would like do that. Like, it's just crazy. And like the, I know. the saddest part to me is like his daughters were so young and he like said that in the documentary, he like, um, killed one of them. And then the other one was like asking what was going on. And cause she was like oh, right there. God. And I was like, Oh my God. I actually can't understand. Yeah. See that story is crazy. And mm-hmm. I think the reason why I got such traction, I mean, I think any, any of these types of stories are pretty insane, but it's like when people that seem normal yeah. do this kind of shit. Right. Because like in some cases where it's like, they have like a history of violence or abuse or whatever it is, yeah. then you kind of expect that they might do something or like, it's not as much, much of a shocker, but for that family, Mm. again, he, like, even though they were having trouble, you know, behind closed doors. And of course you should not believe everything that people post on social media. That's like another lesson to be learned. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, there was no other real signs that he was like a violent person or someone that would. So that's crazy. You could just be fucking married to a sociopath and not even know it. This is what, that's what shook me about the Mm -hmm. whole thing is like, is he didn't, you're right. Like he, he didn't like, exhibit any behaviors all he did was have an affair 
I mean, not all he did. Obviously, he did a lot. Mm -hmm. But, like, when you see the relationship play out and everything, like, obviously, him and his wife were having some marital issues. He was having an affair, which is, this is quite common stuff that a lot of people go through. And, like, I'm, like, at what point did, and and he was, like, always, like, in videos, like, obviously, again, you can't trust, that's a really good point. You can't trust everything that's on social media. So, but he was, like, always playing with his girls and, you know, he was, like, a loving father and all this stuff. And even she was, like, saying, well, again, on social media, that he was a loving father. But I was just, like how do you go from that to that kind of breaking point of like thinking I, I just, it's just, I, I know it's insane. Yeah. Like I just, get a divorce, dude. Like seriously, I know that's get what a I don't fucking divorce. I don't get it. Like I actually cannot, but again, we can't, he's, he's probably just a, he's a sociopath. Like, mm. you know, so he's, he's he doesn't understand. People. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I don't know. He's probably well, today. Like, I, I, uh, sorry, continue. No, go ahead. It is a little Today bit of a I lag. Watched, um, sorry, guys. If there's a bit of a lag and we mm-hmm. sound awkward and we're talking among, uh, above each other, above each other, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, today I watched another one of these. Seriously, I need to stop watching these. It's probably not good for my mental health because no. something about true crime. I don't know why it's so like, you know, fascinating. Mm. Uh, but anyways, this one other story was also crazy. Basically, it was a story about these two teenage girls that basically killed they're like one of their best friends. So there was like three girls that were like best friends. Two of them knew each other since like, um, they were kids, like little kids. So Mm -hmm. they were like family. And then another girl came to the picture. They all became friends. And then they started like, uh, I guess like pushing out one of the girls. And then one day she just like disappeared, got killed. And then Mm -hmm. later it turns out it was the two girls that stabbed her to death for no reason. And then when they asked, when they asked the girls, like, why did you do it? They were like, oh, we just like didn't like her. What the actual, like, what? It's actually, it it, it blows my mind just because like, think about like your own self and like, I just like, couldn't even imagine, even if I really didn't like somebody and I like, just Uh didn't want to be around them. Like the last thought that comes to my mind is like, how do you actually go from like that place to like in causing physical harm to somebody, but not even just physical harm, like killing them. Like, (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's honestly, it's shocking. And then the fact that another thing that shocks me in, in many of these cases mm. is like when they have like, you know, a friend, like when two of them do it together or like a group do, does it together and they like plan it out. I'm like, so how does that conversation start? Like, <laughs> like, like just imagine. Hey Rose, I wanted to actually talk to you about something. Um, yeah. There's something I'm <laughs> planning. <laughs> like, how do you, do you just put out a feeler to see how like the reaction goes? I think like, just, how does that? I think you just go to casually go to a coffee shop and you just broach the subject <laughs> there, you know, over, over some nice, uh, lattes. Oh my God. Honestly, these mm. it's, it's, it's actually crazy. Like so it yes. Is- uh, one thing to be thankful of is that we are not, I mean, as far as we know, we are not surrounded yeah. <laughs> by sociopaths. This is very true. And actually one, one point that I was going to, was going to, um, what's it called going to make when you, you know, you were saying about how, you know, the, all of these, Oh my God, I can't even talk today. All of these crime, like, uh, this, this channel that you've been watching, it's not good for your uh-huh. mental health. And I'm just yeah. going to speak from experience guys. Cause I think I've brought this up on the podcast before, but, um, there was a period of time cause they are fascinating. Like when you like, in a sense, it's because it's like the unknown. Anytime it's like the unknown, yeah. it's like, or something that's like so far out there that you're like, I can't even believe this actually happened. It's going to draw you in and like yeah. get your attention. You know, I feel like at least. And so I became obsessed with forensic files and it was like watching Is that them the old all the show. Th- What's that? 
Is that the old show? Yeah, it's is like it kind of old. old. Okay, yeah, it's like old. But sure. I watch. I was watching that, but like also, there's like tons of crime documentaries. <laughs> I was like there's watching it so all. So many. Yeah, like real. Like oh ones, my, like it's yeah. Yeah, ones where and? they like ones where they like react reenact the like crimes, and then they have like a voiceover, and they're talking about it. Like yeah, yeah, just yeah, like yeah, yeah. So many different things, and I'm not kidding you, Rose. Like I had to stop because I was like, honestly. I was getting into like a very like dark like headspace because then you start to like really question like because you see so much of it all the time you start to be like uh-huh. oh my god is everybody like this and you have to kind of like right. take a step back sometimes and be like hey you need a break you know right so just be oh careful my god. oh god well um, okay yeah no you're right <laughs> yeah like <laughs> I like, need to be careful like just watch a few and then you know if yeah. you feel like you're starting to feel a little bit kind of jaded then maybe just start yeah. to watch something like positive or you know something else because I'm just telling you from experience I was like super oh super God. into them and I was like watching so many and I think there's something to be said like maybe it's because your your mind gets overstimulated like with all of these horrible and graphic stories that it like it does impact you right so then you're like oh God like you know, you start to get overwhelmed and you start to think Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, that was just my experience. Maybe you're, you're, well, you're different than I am. So who knows? Um, (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) Yeah. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's probably not healthy. Mm -hmm. So So far I'm, I'm okay. So we'll see. I'll keep you guys posted. (laughs) If on the next uh, podcast episode, Rose is a little bit like going a bit crazy, then we know why. (laughs) Um, and we'll just tell her to lay off those true crime, uh, true crime series and stuff. I mean, they are, there's, I don't know. They are, there's, I don't know what it is about them. Like, why is it that we're so fascinated like with a, that stuff? Cause it's like a movie. Like it's almost like it's so unreal. It seems so unrealistic. Yeah. So for us, so for this to happen in real life and to hear about these stories, mm. like two teenage girls killing another one of their friends, that sounds absolutely insane like for crazy. no reason. Not even yeah. just like, you know, they were just fighting and then it happened by accident. Like they were planning this out. Yeah. So like, that shit is crazy. Oh God, I know. Um, That's just like. But also, maybe it's good because then we can like spot some like, if we if we meet somebody like mm. friends or relationship wise, and they seem a bit off, listen to those red flags. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> listen, okay. Listen to your gut. Yeah, the red flags are there for a reason, and there is a reason why your gut's <laughs> telling you something's wrong. I think sometimes we like condition ourselves because we're so used to living in like our this society that because we have primal urges and instincts, right? So when we have those instincts that saying, <laughs> oh, "What are red- your urges and instincts, Daniel?" Oh, you don't. You definitely don't want to know my urges, Rose. Let me tell you. Um, no, <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. I'm just kidding, kind of. Um, no, he's not. <laughs> um, Continue. But no, like if 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 you're getting a feeling about someone and it is really like, you know, you're getting like red flags or kind of an uneasy feeling, I think you should kind of try to listen to that. Like maybe give the person a little bit more of a chance, but like at the same time, note the red flags, keep them, <laughs> keep them in the bank of notes. And if something else happens, <laughs> yeah. then you're like, Hey, this needs to, um, this needs to, st- you like stop oh, spending God. time with that person. But it is so hard to tell. But like, like I'm thinking back yeah. to that American murder and I bet you like that, guy uh chris watts that was the husband he was so in his own head and he knew that probably knows that he was a sociopath but he was like i have to like control my behavior to seem normal so he's acting all the time that's why some of these people they're like such good so good at convincing people because they they're actually acting like that's them acting in their mind they have to be like you have to smile right now you have to laugh at this because they're like not programmed like we are yeah so it's like his whole life maybe he was living this kind of lie Mm -hmm. because he didn't know how to act so he's probably just acting like oh my god that's so (gasps) 
That's I, so scary. I know. So then he probably just snapped one day and was like, fuck this. Yeah. He's just like, he just freaking, um, yeah, just lost it. That's so, Oof. it's so sad. It's so sad. Like yeah. there was another one. I can't remember. I think it was like something lacy or something. And, um, I can't remember guys, sorry, but there was like another really horrific one where this guy like killed his wife at, that was pregnant and like left her in a lake oh, or something. I think that was like, was that like a long time ago? Yeah. It was like in 2000 yeah. something. I think, I think this story got compared to that story yes. because it was very similar. Like he also had an affair. Did he not? Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Right. It kind of reminds okay, me. Okay guys, if you have an affair, just like, just divorce. Okay. People is- divorce all the time. Just break up. Exactly. <laughs> like <laughs> exactly. seriously. It does bring, it does beg to question, like, and I know, like, we kind of talked about this before on the podcast, but, like, you know how, like, nowadays I just feel like it's becoming easier and easier to have an affair or to cheat. You know what I mean? I would, like... In, because in, of technology? Exactly. Well, in it, technology mm. in, good, like, well, I say good and bad ways. It depends how you look at it. But, like, in a way that you can connect to so many people now all over the world, mm. doing so many things. Um, slide into the DMs, you Exactly, know? slip into those mm-hmm. DMs. By the way, guys, I'm single. <laughs> Feel free to slip into my DMs. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yes, guys, um, message D- Davies. What is, what is your thing? Davies underscore here. Thanks for knowing Rose. <laughs> Excuse me, I do know once I actually go on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Okay, Davies underscore here is Daniel's Instagram. Yeah. If anybody wants to slide into his DMs. And if you want to slide into my DMs, please message Daniel so that he can uh, relay the information because I never check my dms that's true you don't i'll like i'll like send rose a message and like like <laughs> she won't get it for like a long time and also on facebook you're even worse because i remember my oh, phone i don't check i know my phone got stolen <laughs> and i like basically got mugged this is back in spain and i was like oh i like we were supposed to have a rec- we were supposed to have a recordation and i was like <laughs> recordation so I like tried to message Rose. I was like, I don't have her number. I don't, I did I email you as well? I can't remember. Yes. No, this is how I got the message because <laughs> yeah. I hadn't checked my Facebook and I never check my Facebook messages. And, um, like seriously, I'm sorry, nobody uses Facebook, but anyway, uh, <laughs> unless you lose your phone apparently. Yeah. So I didn't check my Facebook messages and yeah, I guess I was checking my email, which also like, I don't check very often. This was like my personal email. So yeah. you had messaged me and I think that's how I knew. Yeah. But well, I also may have, I think I noticed, I think that's why I checked my email Yeah. because I think I noticed that it's been like a few days. I was like, okay, what's going on? And then I checked my email, I think. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. And wasn't, wasn't the subject line, I've been mugged or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. I had oh, a good God. laugh. I was having, actually, it's funny about this guys. I was having a reflection and sorry if this is like a broken record and whatever else, but I was having a reflection on my life since I've turned 18. Oh God. About how oh, much <laughs> shit. Since you turned 18. Yeah. How much shit I've had stolen from me. So I had in, when I was 19, my apartment in Toronto got broken into, um, yeah, they stole my laptop and they stole my camera at the time. Shut the, excuse me. How do I not know about this story? I know. I'm surprised I've never told you. Well, here we go. Did you live in some shady ass building? Story time. Story time, guys. Apparently we're not talking about any, we have some news, right? Daniel, Mm, to talk about later. Yeah. Not so much. Okay. Well, (laughs) clearly someone didn't do their homework. Continue. I'm feeling some kind of way, Rose, okay? Feeling some kind of way. <laughs> okay, let's... Story time. Daniel mm. got uh, his shit stolen once yeah. again. Oh, yep. So, story of my life. So Okay, tell us... Like, give us a picture. You're living in Toronto, 18 years old. Yeah, 19, tell you're 19 us. years old. Back in the day. Mm. And I had this apartment in Toronto with my friend. And the actual apartment itself was really nice. Like, it was super spacious. It was two-bedroom, two-bathrooms. Um... 
But the but the, it be in the ghetto. Yeah, <laughs> it was in a rough area ish, and the building was like. It was so annoying because you had to have a card key card to get in, but like the front door was always open. Like I pretty much never used my key card to get in because people would always be like leaving it open and stuff. Oh my so I was god! Like, I know it was so annoying. And then like even if it was closed, the like back door was always open. So I'm like, what? I know that's I, so unsafe. I know I complained to like the the office so many times. I was like, why is there like this door always open? Like this should there should be an alarm or something that goes off. And also it was kind of like, I felt really bad. There's this one guy, there was some very interesting characters that lived in this massive building. (laughs) And there was one guy that was like blind and he would stand sometimes at the front door and just like wave his stick from side to side, like screaming. It was like really intense. Because he had, he had a bit of a mental illness. Yeah. It was like a lot of stuff going on. So the whole building, he lived in the building. Yeah. He lived in the building as well. Yeah. Okay. So it was like a really kind of interesting place. Anyway, so I was at work, I was coming home and literally like got back and it was the weirdest feeling because I like, came down the hall to my apartment <gasps> and the door was just like open. <gasps> they didn't even like, bother to close the door. No. And I was like, oh my God. And my roommate was actually in at this, at the time though. Like she was like, what? Just, she'd just come home and I was oh, like, okay. I was like, oh my God, like what's happened? And she was like, oh, we've just been broken into. And I was like, Fuck. Um, and so then she I, like, wasn't home when no, this she happened. wasn't home either. She got okay. home before I did. And okay. then, um, but like only if like not even that much longer than me, I don't think. And, uh, yeah, I was just like, Oh fuck. Notice my cat, my laptop was stolen. My camera was stolen and they had like gone into our rooms and like, I had kept a lot of my stuff in a suitcase cause I just moved there and they had like ruffled through my suitcase and like, cause I, I don't know why, but like it just, it, you just feel so like kind of violated when that happens. Yes. So for we, sure. So we called the police and the police were there within like maybe an hour or two. Okay. Like dusting for fingerprints, like doing all kinds of stuff. Like what? I, li- yeah. They ac- did the whole shebang. Oh, the whole shebang. They were actually super nice, super helpful. Um, um, really, really an, a positive experience with the Toronto police, which okay. is, which is interesting to contrast the time my apartment got broken to into in London where I oh, also God. filed a police <laughs> Why report. Your apartment- Why does your apartment always get broken into? I don't know. Oh my God. Okay. Tell us about London then. Yeah. So London, my apartment got broken into, but it was kind of sketchy because I was sharing the apartment with like six other people and my room was the only one that got broken into and stuff stolen. So that was... So I actually thought, I actually thought that it was one of your roommates. Yeah. I kind of like, I... I It could have been. Yeah. We still don't know. We don't know for sure. Yeah. So anyway... um, that happened. So I basically my window was wide open and someone had crawled through my window, I guess. And like took my, my MacBook, my camera for this. So this is my second laptop that's been stolen. My second camera that's been stolen. <laughs> was and, your, wait, was your door locked? Um, my Not d- window. No, my door didn't your- have a lock on it. Okay. So it could have easily been one of your roommates because you lived on the second floor of that house. Yeah. So it would have been a lot of effort to like, break in from outside. Exactly. Plus my window was like above my bedroom was above the kitchen and like the roof of our kitchen was like a glass roof. So like someone would yeah, have to so crawl somebody, across a glass somebody roof. Somebody from in the house stole it, Daniel. I've, I've been telling you this from the <laughs> beginning. It's someone from your house. I was God like, damn. dude, it's one of your sketchy flatmates that stole your shit. Probably who knows that's to this mm-hmm. point. Um, so called the, uh, filed a police report with the London police this time. <laughs> And they uh, never showed up. No one came. I think right. I like. I think I like complained, and I was like, I don't understand what's going on. Like it's been three days, and you know what they did? I was at work, come home from work, and they'd come during the day when like no one's home. Luckily, one of my flatmates was home and like let the police officer in. 
didn't uh-huh. didn't even look at my room, didn't do anything, left a, a pamphlet, a like pla- pamphlet about like ways to prevent your house from getting broken into. Oh my God. I was like, thanks. Like, I know they have bigger things to worry about, but at the same time I was like, you know, like at least take it a yeah. little bit seriously. Like, yeah, it was bad. So, no, they're not going to take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to summarize yeah. guys, laptop and phone stolen, uh, <laughs> sorry, laptop and camera stolen in Toronto. <laughs> Uh, laptop and camera stolen in London. And Why is it always laptop and camera? I know. Because I always have them in my room together. So, And since then, I haven't bought a new camera, which I need to do at some point. And then I had an iPhone 4 stolen in London. <laughs> Daniel, I told you, nobody stole your iPhone they 4. Did. They did. To no, this day, Rose, I dis- To this day... <laughs> Then they I had, knocked it out of your hand and realized it was an iPhone 4 and then threw it on the ground. Yes. <laughs> then I had... Guys, no, wait, we, 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 we have to stop at this story because oh I have God. to tell the backstory. Oh God. So the funny, the reason why I'm joking about this iPhone 4 is because <laughs> this was like in what year? This is like the year when like already what iPhone 8 came out or something. It like was what not year? the 8. It was like maybe the 7. Okay. I don't know. But it was just like a running joke. Like I obviously don't care if you're using iPhone 4. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it was just funny because like yours was outdated in yeah. the Apple world. Okay. Yeah. And so all of our friends would just make fun of Daniel <laughs> all for the his time. iPhone 4. <laughs> I would like, <laughs> we would be like out for dinner I, or something and I'd be bringing my phone out and everyone would be like, oh my God, Daniel, you still have that phone? <laughs> but I think we made fun of you more because of your reactions, because your reactions were always just so priceless. Like you were top. so defensive of your iPhone 4. Like it wasn't even just like, oh, whatever, I don't care. It was like, no, this is the best. Like you have like some kind of reason. Okay. Anyways, mm-hmm. we just made fun of him. Yeah. And then one day he was staying, what, you were staying at my place. I was, we, yeah. You were visiting from Newcastle, right? Yeah. And he was staying at my place. And for some reason, I was not out with you. You were out doing your whatever thing. Yeah. And you were getting drunk. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Did you go to some gay event or something? I can't remember. Probably. I think it was like a gay event. Actually, I don't know. Who did I go with? I don't know. Oh, no. I think maybe it was your coworker. No, I think it was Mm. a gay event. No? Coworker But I would have gone. I would have gone with friends or somebody. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't have just gone by myself. You've gone to some events by yourself, haven't you? Like I don't one, know. You went somewhere. Once. Yeah. You went somewhere and then I was asleep and then <laughs> Daniel just comes charging into my room and then in the middle, it was like three in the morning <laughs> and he's like, someone stole my iPhone four. And then me in my like deep sleep, like waking up, <laughs> I say, Daniel, nobody stole your iPhone four. <laughs> and then and he I was starts, like, yes, they did. Yes, and then you start telling the story about how he like knock it out, like he you said he like snatched it out of your hand and threw it on the ground. I think. Well, no? I think he. I don't really remember what happened, guys. <laughs> so the note to myself with all of these actually all of these phones incidences. So the three phones that I've had stolen have all been when you I've were been drunk under the influence. Hundred percent yeah. of the time. So, yes. <laughs> so um, with the iPhone four, like. Yeah, I remember being like, I was, the worst part is I was like going to order an Uber and I was like getting ready on my iPhone 4 to order my Uber. And then somebody just like grabbed it out of my hand in the street. And then I think they like saw it and then just saw it was an iPhone 4 and threw it. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, this is useless to me. Mm. And then the worst part is though, though, uh huh. I was going to say the worst part is, is like, if you think about it, like I didn't really know where you lived. Like I basically, this is the miraculous thing about Daniel's crazy sense of direction Mm. and your ability to somehow find your way home. You're like a, what do they call it? Like a homing pigeon. Yes. (laughs) That's exactly (laughs) what I'm like. This 
Guys, and this was your first time staying at my place, was it not? Yeah, it was. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so it's Daniel's first time staying at my place in London. Mm -hmm. And I don't know where you were, but like... Honestly, if I had lost my phone, like I would have been fucked at that moment because yeah. I have no sense. Like I need my Google Maps or whatever it is. I need to be able to get an Uber. But mm. somehow Daniel <laughs> made it home. Did you take the Did you take the the tube? No, because the tube wasn't twenty four hours back then. I um. I uh, so how the fuck did you get home? I ended up taking a black cab. Um, oh. and I think cause, cause, okay guys, this is just a little tip that I'm going to give everyone right now <laughs> on the podcast with regards to directions. So if you're ever in an, an intoxicated state and don't know where you're going, um, especially when you stay in new places. So what I always do yes. is like, I think I just do it subconsciously, but I like mentally take landmarks. Right. So the reason I was able to find my way back to your place is because I knew I could orientate myself from the station, like from Layton wow. station. So I was like, I know that her house is kind of there from the station, like roughly. Uh-huh. Um, so I think what I did is I hopped into a black cab and was like, I need to go to Layton, Layton station. So they took me to that station. And then and I then walked. you just walked. And then yeah. do you remember, like, did you ever get lost when you were walking or did you know exactly? Um, I probably did get a little bit lost, but like, I kind of knew roughly where I was going. So wow. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Cause I wasn't super close to the station either. Like you still have to walk a few blocks and mm. then like each little like alleyway or each little thing like looks similar. So that's true. That's true. But on the Again, corner, corner I of your amazed. street was a pub as well. So I could, oh, God I damn, could orientate Daniel, how, myself. How you have such... See, I need to take this advice because mm. I don't pay attention to my surroundings. <laughs> Not at all. Like I would actually be, I, I think I would find a police station if that happened to me. Yeah. I mean, that's probably <laughs> and what I'd be I, like, yeah, I probably should have done that, but no, but somehow you got home. That's true. That's without true. the help of your iPhone four. Mm. <laughs> and that iPhone four guys, I love that iPhone four. There was like articles oh my, written about to, the iPhone four. Did you write how, those articles? <laughs> <laughs> I might be co-author. Um, <laughs> There's a whole fan club rose, See, this okay? Is, this is how you would be. Anytime people would make fun of you, you'd just be like, guys, this is a world-renowned phone. <laughs> no, but the thing is, okay. Okay, you could defend the iPhone 4. Well, no, I'm not going to defend I'm the sure. iPhone 4 necessarily, but like, I just like, phones keep upgrading, keep upgrading, yes, keep upgrading. I do agree. To the point where I'm like, okay, now, like, for example, now I have like an iPhone 8 and I'm like, I just don't see like with my work, I got like a new iPhone 11 or 12 or whatever it is. And like, other than the camera being a little bit better, like everything that I need to do, I can do on my iPhone eight. And I'm like, I just don't see this need well, to I always mean, you're upgrade. Typing, your typing is pretty horrendous on the iPhone uh, eight. Just putting that out there. My typing's horrendous you know. on any phone I use, Rose. Your, let's, your let's phone, be honest. Your phone is way too small. Okay. you be a grown ass man. Okay. Your phone is tiny as hell. Mm. That's one good, but I, I do see your point. Yeah. I do agree that nowadays we have this like culture of mass, like constantly upgrading. Cause I was like Hugely. talking about this. I mean, okay. To be fair, cause I was like thinking about getting a new, you know, that small camera that I have Yeah, that's gets kind of blurry. Yeah. And like, other than the fact that it gets a little, you know, like the out autofocus is a little, little off sometimes. Mm. And it does happen more often than I would like it to. Yeah. And the battery is a little bit shit. But other than that, like it still works, you mm. know, it still works fine. And like, I feel like, you know, when I was young, you know, um, it was like not normal to buy new things until it was like unusable. Yeah. Like, but this is, this is, this is the way that I felt like yeah. I grew up as well. Like in, in, yeah. in, with regards to so many things, like, you know, you would buy something 
I know you would keep it for like a longer time. And now I just yeah. feel like it's like this, this culture of like reuse and re not re reuse, just like use it. Then like in a year you need to get the next thing, then the next thing yeah. and the next thing. And like, I just feel like it's very, it's so consumeristic. Like it's so like, yeah. you have to have, it's true. I say these things and I'm also a culprit of it as well though. Like, you know, mm-hmm. to some degree, not really, you still have an iPhone eight. Exactly. I mean, there's some things where <laughs> <laughs> there's some things where I'm like, you know what? I just like, for example, my iPhone eight for me, I'm like, it works perfectly fine and I'm going to use mm-hmm. it for the next 10 years. So <laughs> but <laughs> until it, somebody snatches it out of your hand and then throws it on the ground because they realize it's useless. Well, that's not going to happen, Rose, because um, I'm not I'm not going to be able to drink ever again because of this freaking lockdown. God damn. Excuse me. Well, okay. Well, you also, the thing is with, with your iPhone eight situation, there isn't really an excuse. You, you bought the iPhone eight. Yeah. Like, it's not like you had it from the time of iPhone eight and you carried it onward. You decided at this moment that you will buy an iPhone eight. Mm-hmm. I bought it. Refur- it was refurbished. <laughs> so it had been someone else's. <laughs> How much was it, Daniel? Mm, I think it was like 350 bucks. Yeah, you know, also, like, phones are just too expensive nowadays. I, this is the thing. This is the thing, yeah. too. Okay, I'm sorry. It's like, like what, $2,000 now for a new iPhone? So this iPhone, this one, is like the is newer... Is that the... This is like a Okay, why don't you use that one? Because it's my You never phone. use that one? Yeah, but you can use it for, like, you know, filming Ex- shit. Like, yeah, it'll no, be better no, quality could... when you're filming this damn thing. <laughs> That's I don't know true. why you don't <laughs> use that. I'm literally confused. As to, he literally, guys, he, he films these fucking podcast using his iphone you know might as well be a four but iphone 8 when he could be using the better phone with a better camera what okay. are you doing i don't know what i'm doing with my Daniel, life okay i'm gonna switch it up i need, and to, I need you to up the production quality of these videos okay okay fine i will um, i got the whole setup going okay you got some dark ass room with an iphone 8 <laughs> <laughs> i got lights going i got That's my so, canon 80d it's so true for the, for, I mean, for those of you like listening on Spotify and, and on like <laughs> Apple podcasts or whatever, you guys don't get the, the, the pleasure of seeing our faces and you're right. Like, honestly, I look like I'm like in the basement of like, I don't know. Some but you weird... are in the basement. I am actually, I am in the basement. So that's true. And it's funny because, well, when I see you on Skype, it actually looks a lot darker. So it yeah. actually looks like you're like being interrogated in a basement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so bad. <laughs> Um, but no, you know what I was going to like mention? It's interesting that we're talking about this, like, you know, reuse and reuse, um, not reuse this use and throw away. Use That's and throw the away. culture we have. Yes. There's a name for it. There's like a word uh, yeah. for that, like concept. Um, I yeah. can't think of it off the top of my head, but there's two things I wanted to touch on f- about that. So number one, this actually, this culture, obviously it's causing many problems across the world, but like one of them that is like really, really big is in the fashion world. So you're having a lot oh, of these fast like, fashion. Yeah. Yes. Fast fashion where like companies like Primark and, you know, some other like lower cost, uh, retailers are like just pushing stuff out for like super cheap. Yeah. So people are like, Oh, I can buy like a whole new outfit for like 20 pounds. And then you wear it once and get something else and throw it out. And like, it's so bad. It's um, so bad. And it's just, yeah, it's causing so many problems. And I don't know. I don't know. Like, is it, is it it's just like a vicious cycle, you know, it's like continuing yeah. on. It's so bad. And mm-hmm. it's, and it's, of course they're using like probably, you know, slave labor almost. So yeah. Oh, so God. I try not to like, I really try not to buy like fast fashion items anymore. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I might, yeah. which I probably shouldn't at all. Um, but yeah, that's why I'm like really into like the, the consignment stores and yeah. thrift stores. Unfortunately with men, there aren't that many options oh my for God. thrifting. Is- 
I think just men just don't think about that often, or yeah. maybe there just aren't enough fashion items already. I don't know. What do you think? No, I th- I think that there is. There definitely is because like I follow a bunch of like fashion men, fashion. Um, Instagram accounts and stuff. There's a lot of options for guys as well. Like there's tons like, so you do you think they just don't risk, they don't take it to the thrift store. They don't take it to the donations. They I think don't that's, take it to I the think consignment. that's probably it. I think it's probably, you're right. I think guys would be less likely for whatever reason. Oh my God. To do that. Men, get your shit together. Oh my God. I know. Cause I would, I honestly would love it if we had more. Cause like, you know, we yes. were walk, when we were, went for our walk the other day, we were like walking through Kensington and stuff. There's like five different women's consignment stores <laughs> Yeah, and like none. There's literally none. I and know. You, even in the women's one, there's like nothing for guys. I'm like, Oh, this is great. You know, like you guys have s- like ladies have so many options with regards to yeah. consignment. And I don't know if that's just in Calgary or if it's like guys comment, if you're watching below, <laughs> if that's what it's like in your city as well, I don't know, but like, you know, it would be, maybe that's an opportunity to explore as to like men's consignment, but you know, are guys going to yeah. shop in a consignment store? I don't know. That's the thing. Well, you I mean, I think maybe in bigger cities where, you know, thrift, thrifting and consignment is a little bit bigger, there mm. might be some more male options, although I'm sure yeah. there are a lot more female options. Yeah. Um, and I do think that there is, again, there's this thing with male culture, okay? It's like this weird, like, macho, uh, It's I think it's, you know, toxic masculinity or whatever it is, yeah, yeah, where yeah. it's like, for example, they did like some studies and I don't know exactly how much, you know, like, I don't know how much merit uh, there is to these studies, but basically they said that there are lots of men that won't recycle because they don't want to seem gay. Oh my That's God. literally what the, yeah. And like, it's, it's so stupid, but it's like, it's like even, even why is that gay? Can we just like take a moment? Like, why is that even? And first, like what? And, what? and, and what? also I'm so sorry. Well, I guess, okay. You want to don't, you don't want to seem a certain way sexually, but I feel like there's so much negative connotation with the word gay. And also like, yes. just the fact that like, like Oh, that's feminine or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Oh my God. It's so bad. But like I, the, the last thing that I do, if I, okay, like just picture this, I'm like, Really, really, I could say like masculine or like some like regular dude drinking beer mm-hmm. with his buddies. I'm not all of a sudden going to think, oh my God, he's so gay. If he's putting those beer bottles into the recycling or if he's like, right? you know, opening, he's finished a box of cereal and he crumples the cardboard and puts it into recycling. Like, I'm not going to be like, whoa, so feminine of you. What are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah. who, can someone explain? Like, Rose, please explain to me. Oh this my God, honestly, like, I don't understand like I actually can't understand men sometimes. And I know this isn't all men, obviously, yeah. There's, you know, a segment of men, especially the, the ones that are very insecure mm. tend to do these random, like, or have these random beliefs that like mm. certain things will make them like feminine. Like even the vegan thing, like going vegan is going to make you a feminine. feminine. Yeah. And it's like, okay, what, like, how insecure are you? Mm-hmm. How insecure are you? But it, it's, it's the whole culture that like, you know, perpetuates this kind of, thought process I think yeah I I would agree with you because it's like and I think it's like for generations and stuff too because like even with my parents for example like oh god I'm getting them to recycle more my mom she's like really keen Mm. and stuff I'm like my dad it's been a bit more of a struggle to get him to like recycle and again it's not you know I don't know if it's necessarily that he's like wanting to seem some kind of way but I just think I think also some of it might be like they just I don't know they just don't like he just doesn't see it just, the... It's, it's not an issue that's directly impacting them. So they might not exactly. see it as... And maybe the culture, you know, when they were young, it was a bit different. Yeah. So... But I always say, yeah. to, I always say to my parents, especially if they're like not... I've, I've, they've gotten so much better since I've been home with recycling yeah. and stuff. But I was like... And I think that people should think this as well. Like in general, like if the landfill was right next to your house 
I think mm. that you would be more inclined to recycle. Like it's just, yeah. and, 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 and in, in like, I know it's not like this in all cities, but like where we live, it's quite easy. Like it doesn't take that much effort to recycle. So like, I just don't see what the challenge is. You know what I mean? Like, well, although they do, there is some argument to say that recycling, um, isn't, how do I say sometimes what happens with recycling is that people think that if they recycle, then it's all good. There's going to be no problem. So let me just consume whatever, buy as much plastic, do whatever. But now I think a lot of people realize that, I mean, actually not a lot of people, but some people realize that, you know, it's actually the recycling process is also a bit sketchy and shady and we don't actually know how much of it's being recycled. There's a lot of fucking like issues with the recycling industry as well, Mm. which is also fucked up. Like the things you learn when you grow up and realize that everything is fucking tainted by corruption and capitalism and all these problems. But is, like, any, is anything pure anymore, Rose? God damn. No, nothing is pure. Even recycling, something we thought was like, okay, this is the best thing ever. First of all, there's a lot of issues with recycling. Like, for example, like they don't recycle certain things if there's like a little bit of food particle on them or something. Mm. Like, did you know that? So if you have like, a, like a food container, you have to make sure you wash it out properly. Yeah. So if it's, so if there's like a little microscopic or like a small I piece think, of food, I mean, be I don't like, know exactly. Yeah. 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 But like there are certain things that first of all, we don't even know. Like, I don't even know. Like sometimes I have to contact, like I have a friend that's like zero waste and like, I, or like, you know, into the zero waste community and I have to like contact him being like, um, so is this like compostable? Mm. How do I compost this? Or how do I recycle this? Is this recyclable? Like, I don't know. This is true. You know, I feel like that. I feel like that's a good, good point that I feel like there should be more education around like just in general, the general public. Cause even like, like, you know, and I would say we're more, uh, woke when it comes to recycling than most people but even us like we're like oh i don't know like is this recyclable and i wish there was like a bit more clarity other than like the little signs where they'll just like put random shit on like the like a sticker that's like on a box it's like you can recycle xyz it's like well what about all the stuff that's not in the pictures what do i do with it you know so (laughs) yeah oh god it's it's oh god it's like another another thing that i've heard about that like blew my mind um, my friend was telling me about this and again, I d- haven't done much research. I'm not sure of the hundred percent accuracy, but apparently there's also something issues with Amazon returns. Um, so oh. apparently like a lot of the stuff that you return to Amazon doesn't actually, it just gets thrown out. What? Yeah. Someone was saying like one of my friends was saying like they have a, like not everything gets back into the like supply chain. Like quite a lot gets like thrown out. What? Yeah. I don't even know what to say. This is the I'll find, problem. No, I'll find a video or something. Like there was definitely like, I can't remember. Oh, the, wow, that makes me want to like die. Hang on. And didn't Jeff, Oh, do we have stories by the way? <laughs> the or only, do, are the, we the just one, chatting? The, no, the one I was going to talk about, well, it's not even that big of a story, but, um, it's about the whole, have you heard about the new Britney Spears documentary that just came out? Oh my God. Yeah. How have we not talked about this yet? I Wait. know. Is that the one where they throw like Justin Timberlake under the bus or something? Yeah. Like there's like Dude, a man, bunch of, where is it? I want to watch it. How I do know, I watch it? Apparently it's on Hulu. Oh, do I have to pay for another streaming service to oh, watch God it? Damn. Okay. Well, I can't find this thing. Uh, so wh- shall we talk about the free Britney s- situation? Oh God damn. And Brit- poor, so, Brit- poor Britney Spears and what's going on with t- little, little Britney. Okay. 
Well, well tell me about what's going on, what's going to be in the documentary. Well, basically, the documentary, like, I haven't actually seen it yet, so I uh-huh. can't fully comment. But um, it's funny because the reason that this whole thing came up is um, I was doing a very, I was doing a cleanse, basically, of all of my shit from childhood and came across so, oh. much, so much stuff, like random stuff. And including? <laughs> including the very first Britney Spears CD. Um, fucking iconic. I know. Baby, one more time. So I took a picture of it and like I put it on my Instagram. was like, hey, who's who who had the CD when they were growing up? And a couple of my friends actually commented and they're like, oh my God, have you seen this new documentary that just came out all about Britney Spears? And it's called um, Framing Britney Spears, Framing, Framing Britney Spears or something. Hang on. Okay. It's not free Britney Spears? No, it's called... What is it called? Goddamn. Oh, yeah. It's just, just called New York Times Presents Framing Britney Spears. And basically, it just goes through her whole... Like, it, it takes a look at her, like, whole life. And oh, how, my God. I want to see it so bad. Yeah. Apparently, it's, a, like, it's amazing. Like, it does, like, a deep dive into all the different, like, critical points in her life whereby, like, so much stuff happened to her. Like, really, really wrong stuff that we as a society, like said was okay at the time, not said it was okay, but by our responses and everything else, we like kind of allowed a lot of this, these things to happen. Right. Um, for like, for example, they talk about like the over-sexualization of her when she was a very young child. Um, then they talked about the breakup. They did talk about the, the whole thing with Justin who like, um, when they broke up, obviously, um, you know, really tarnish her reputation as well. And like, you know, had that whole song about her. And like, there's a lot of controversy between what happened with her and him, I guess. Um, and then they talk about like the whole like mental breakdown, the whole paparazzi. Like there's so much stuff in there. Oh my um, God. I want to see it. I know. I feel like it's going to be sad though. It's, I mean, I feel bad for her already. Yeah. And it's, it's very sad with these people that become very famous mm-hmm. and, and I do feel like it's sad. And I think I, I saw a little clip from, from the documentary. Actually, I remember yeah. another part where I don't know who it was, but oh, wait, what was it? The, this documentary but like somebody said something like really cruel about her. Like it was yeah. almost like a, like a threat of violence almost. And it was like in the media mm-hmm. and like, I guess people just kind of brushed it away. Something like that. Okay. Again, I'm not sure exactly the details, but, and then, yeah. um, during an interview, somebody like Brought mentioned it, it to Britney Spears and she was like, Oh my God, that's awful. I, j- yeah. I, I feel just bad for her. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. it's and horrible. I don't know, was she involved? Do you know in the documentary? Um, I actually don't know. Again, I haven't seen it, guys. So I thought I don't know if it's just like footage of her like life and uh, and like it interviews like a, a several people that were like I guess close to her and stuff, um, or people that just like knew her story through the media or whatever it is. Um, but I think like hers is just like it is such a sad story. Like you know, you had this this person that became like I think part of the the good and bad of Britney Spears is she just became like a global icon so fast. Yes. So young. And like when you have that level of fame, it's like not many people, even like other celebrities, they don't reach that level of like superstardom, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and also the way like during the early 2000s, like from 2000 to like, I don't know, but even now, but like the early 2000s, the paparazzi were savages. Like, right. They didn't give a absolute 
about nobody. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. They yeah. would like chase people down, especially Britney Spears. Yeah. Well, and she, she. I remember there was one interview that I saw like years ago of her because I used to. Well, I, I still love her, and I was like such a big fan back in the day, and like I was like a diehard Britney Spears. She's uh, a queen, dude. Yes. I um, still listen to her songs. Okay? I know. Me too. Like her me too. songs are fucking good, man. And they're so. Catchy. What is your favorite Britney Spears song? Oh, that's a really hard one. I would have to say one of my favorites. I really like Toxic. I oh, love, you love Toxic. I love Toxic. What's another one that I really like? Ooh, there's so many good ones. I like, I like Give Me More. Oh, you like, oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. What That's else? That's like kind of past her prime. I know. It, it, well, <laughs> according to like, yeah, you're right. That's when her like right. record sales and everything started going down and stuff. But um, what else? I liked Hold It Against Me as well. That was a good one. Oh, wow. These are very different choices than I would make. Or I'm a slave for you, another classic. Oh, that one's my favorite. <laughs> Is it? That one, I've, I've, oh my God, it's so sexy and it's so good. It's so catchy. Mm-hmm. And like, if it came out today, I feel like it would still be a hit. Like, it's oh, yeah, so yeah. good. And like, her performance, like, in MTV, whatever that performance was, is like the hottest thing I've ever seen. Like, I was like, <laughs> damn, like, I'm basically like, like, it, it was so good. Yeah. So, I'm a slave for you is like the best. Yeah. Um, other than that, I like me against the music. Oh, that's another good one. Yeah. Like me me against the music, that whole, to be honest in the zone, that That album, whole album. Oh my God. It was iconic. Yeah. And I just, I also love baby one more time. I Mm -hmm. think it's just a classic. It's so cute. It's like bubblegum pop. You know what I mean? Like that was like, but it's also sexual. That's that's when she's like, you know, wearing her crop top school Mm. girl outfit. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, there's something, there was something, there was some, there still is something about Britney Spears, but during that era, there was like, you know, she yeah. had that like it factor that everybody kind of went to. But what is happening to her now? It's so sad to see. She needs to move somewhere outside of, does she live in Hollywood still? I like I imagine she does. Yeah. She needs to like move into like some sort of Zen location where she's kind of like away from stardom. Exactly. And get the fuck off Instagram is what she needs oh my, to do. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> Like, don't be posting any more videos. Just, like, go and... Oh, my God, and honestly. The, I, I think, too, like, a part of it... Well, she's kind of doing that now because I know she's, like, she hasn't really released any new music lately, I don't think. Mm. Um, and she's kind of, like, taking... It seems like she's almost trying to take a step back a little bit from the spotlight. And I'm like, you know what? You've you've already graced us with some amazing hits and everything. Yes. You know what? Go and, re- go and retire. Spend some time with your kids. Get out of the spotlight. Like, give yourself that... She doesn't have that, custody, like, does she? Uh, no, I don't think so. But I think that they still spend time together, but I think right. uh, K-Fed is the, uh... Oh my God, I honestly cannot. I know. But I mean, it just shows Seriously, you, like... choose your partners wisely, my mm-hmm. friends. This is another lesson. But I think... <laughs> think, I think about that, right? Like, yeah. if she actually had... Uh, and of course, it doesn't only fall on her partners. It's like, you know, ultimately, yeah. it's her decisions. But it does make an impact who you surround yourself with. And if your partner is, like, you know, not that great of an influence. Yeah. That's going to have an impact on your life. A hundred percent. Like if, if your partner, if you already are kind of in a crazy situation and then your partner's yes. not the most stable, then yes. I think it can be like worse. Like I always think back, like I think I've got, you know, we've gotten better. You know what I mean? But I was thinking like, you know, back in our like uni days, if we were, we were both like going out for drinks and stuff, we'd like, you mean you and I were bad influences on each other. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. <laughs> I have nothing to say to this. You can agree or disagree. Um, But I'm thinking like (laughs) the same kind of concept would apply to like somebody, you know, if you did get a partner and you already had that kind of tendency, but that partner Mm -hmm. also did, it's not going to help matters. You know what I mean? So 
Yeah, I don't know. And it was just really sad. Like, I remember seeing this one interview where, like, Britney was talking to her with this reporter, and she was like, this was, like, during when the crazy paparazzi times and stuff, and mm. they were, like, talking to her about it. And she was like, you know what, like... It you know some other other celebrities they'll go out and do their grocery shopping and yeah they might have two or three paparazzi following them fine you know yeah. you, they can take their kid and go to the grocery store or whatever she's like I literally have like fifty plus people following me oh my every God. single place that I go like I just can't do anything you know what I mean like yeah just imagine it's that like though the worst yeah like imagine like it's you, the you worst ha- yeah like it would just be I I don't even know like how you would even. Do anything? Well, yeah. <laughs> like, imagine going out of your door right now, and then there's 50 people waiting outside taking photos of you. I couldn't. I couldn't. Like... Right? It's too much. And all those, It's the worst. Yeah. Like, and if you have kids and stuff as well, trying to, like, raise your oh. family and stuff, I just don't, you know... And this is why, like, you know what? If I had made my money in Hollywood, I would just get the fuck out of there and live mm-hmm. somewhere else, because there's just no way. And, like, yeah. with stardom like that, like, pop stardom there is an expiration date and she's way past it. Like that's the reality of the situation. You know, she was famous because she was very hot. She was very good at dancing Mm -hmm. and she was just fit that mold for that pop icon. But that only lasts a few years. And that's what's Mm -hmm. sad about it too. I feel like it's like, you know, once you taste that fame Mm -hmm. as toxic as it is, you also get kind of addicted to it. Yes. And then you feel, you know, you probably feel worthless once your fame starts to, you know, decline, go down. Yeah. But I also, I also think there's something to be said. I've obviously like, it's easier for me to say this. Cause like I'm in this situation where I'm living in Calgary, but like, for example, like, I guess, I guess cause my family's here and stuff would be different. Like if I became famous and went to LA, let's pretend I became a famous actor and or singer and was in living in LA, you know, recording there and yeah. stuff. But actually like. I think a big part of it is, I guess if you're working in LA, you probably want to live there as well, I guess. But I'm like, if yeah, but is she working? No, I don't, I, well, I don't know. I don't think so. But I'm thinking like, if you get to that level of stardom, you can like pick to live anywhere in the world. And there are places in the world where, you know, you might get a few paparazzi, but it wouldn't be as crazy as LA, New York. Yes. Some of these like really popular, probably like big, these huge cities, like you would have a lot more paparazzi. But if you live, like move to a smaller city or something mm-hmm. in somewhere else, like, you just would get away from a lot of that, you know? Yeah. So I think part of it's like a decision that they have to make where they're like, you know, I have to be, you know, out of the, out of the limelight, I guess. I don't know. Oh God, it's, it, that's not an easy decision though. Hey, cause no. again, like they're probably like, Oh, maybe I can do one more hit album. You know, you're chasing that fame. And like you yeah. said, a lot of these people are uh, surrounded by yes men that, uh, you know, yes. that also want you to keep working because, of course. you know, because then- they need a job. Exactly. And you just think about that lifestyle. Like you're right. That would be just be like, you probably be like, go, go, go so fast. The next yeah. thing you know, like 10 years is gone or five and you're years. you're like 40 and yeah. you're like, fuck my life. And what did like, I do? What, what, what just happened? Like oh that God, time's it's gone. So sad. I know. Uh, it's actually really sad. This is why it's, you know, we, we don't want to be famous. Okay. No, <laughs> more fame, exactly. more problems. <laughs> this is, this is the, this is very accurate. I just think, you know, and that's why I'm like, you know, all of these like up and coming like YouTubers and inf- influencers and stuff that are like so right. hungry and chasing that, like f- that fame. I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, they're going to have so many like issues later on. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, especially when they're so young and becoming mm, really famous and make- making way too much money at that age. Yeah. It's like, how long is that going to last? And do you have good mentors around you? Like, do you know what you're doing? Because I don't know, like, mm, 
if you don't have like those supportive parents and supportive people mm-hmm. around you, you will have problems because like, you know, you've yeah. seen this time and time again with like, you know, even just like, um, kids, like child celebrities and stuff that don't have that like strong kind of cohesive family unit. Mm-hmm. I feel like they end up having like lots of issues. And you know, it's funny. I think I sent, I think I can't remember if I sent this to you, but there was like, um, I don't know if it's a documentary. It's not, I don't know if I think it's on Netflix. I need to watch it. I haven't watched it yet, but okay. it's, what it's, ta- it? it's talk, talking about influencers. It's called, um, like made influencer or something. And basically it like, it takes five people and tries to make them influencers using different like techniques oh, and all this kind of stuff. I feel like whole, I've heard of this. Yeah. The whole premise. Maybe you did send it to me. I think I did. Yeah. The whole premise of it is they were like, there's, you know, cause I, I guess if you have over a hundred thousand followers, you're considered like an influencer on Instagram, for example. Um, oh, okay. And, and they were saying there's so many people in the world that have over a hundred thousand followers. So they're like, yeah. how is everyone an influencer? You know? So yeah, it's a kind of interesting look at that. And so that's why they do this kind of a guess experiment to see if they can make these people by using certain photo, photo the photography techniques and whatever else right. into Insta famous, you know? Right. Oh, interesting. I mm-hmm. want to see it. I do too. So I'm definitely going to have to search that. And up then are you going to, are you going to use those techniques to become Insta famous, Daniel? Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with my little Instagram account and my little following that I have on there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I wouldn't mind if the, the, the Savage podcast got like a bazillion followers. That would be amazing. But my, damn. my own little personal account, I keep that to my, myself and my friends for sale. the most part. Is yours private? No, it actually isn't private now that I think oh, of it. Oh, so you, you, li- you like it being public, don't you? So that random dudes can DM you. <laughs> So to the three dudes listening to this podcast, please go and DM Daniel. Oh gosh, Rose, let's not. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to slip into a dark place too quickly here, guys. You know, no, I'm just oh, kidding. I'm why kidding. is that a dark place? Because I just feel like dating lately. Well, because of the COVID and everything else, it's just. Like I mean, we all been stuck at home. Okay. This is so true. This is so true. Um, oh, but anyways, oh. Anyway, what was sorry. that sigh? I thought you were feeling optimistic. I am. I'm like, I'm feeling optimistic about things in general. Like I'm feeling like, but also you wake up in the morning and you're like, am I just repeating myself again? Yeah. Well, right now it feels like very much like Groundhog Day, but something that also made me really happy is like with uh-huh. these phases of reopening, I'm thinking to myself, Ooh, I'm going to be able to, not that I can't move out right now, but like, I'm probably going to be able to move out sooner than later because these things are going to start opening up and you know, there we go. I'm going right. to get to move out Good. as well. So that would be exciting. Good. Yeah. We'll go look at places and pretend to be a couple and see what happens. Yeah, oh, damn. And then maybe, you know, <laughs> soon, sooner than later, we can record in person again. Oh my God, that'd be so good. I yes, miss that. Like, that was dream. fun in the summer, you know? It was fun. Recording mm-hmm. in person is just, there's a different vibe, you know? A hundred percent. Like, oh, it's just so much. Uh, I just, I'm not liking this video all the time. Like, literally, I do this like 24 7 and I'm just like, don't get me wrong. Oh, I yeah. love Yeah. Do you do a lot of like video stuff uh, for work? I'm literally like on the video at work, like oh my God. six hours a day. No. Yeah. That like, is my like, worst nightmare. I know. I'm literally like <laughs> meeting after meeting. I'll have like, oh gosh, what just happened there? There we go. I don't oh. know. It's your iPhone 8. It's acting out. Oh God. It is acting out. Rose, give me a second. Okay. There we go. Back in mm. business. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fantastic that your mm-hmm. iPhone 8 decided to just, you know, just, have a little temper tantrum. It did. It was having a, some kind of storage mm-hmm. kind of issue there. Oh, God damn. Don't know what's happening <laughs> there. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, anyway, oh, yeah. guys, tell us how you've been feeling mm-hmm. in the comments below if you're watching on YouTube. Mm-hmm. 
Hopefully, um, hopefully you guys are getting some, I mean, I've been like Rose said, I've been like, both of us, I think I've been up and down and stuff, but like <laughs> the roller coaster is real. The, ro- the roller coaster is real, but hopefully like there's some good news. I know like cases actually a lot of cases worldwide in many countries are going down now. So I think that's like quite a positive mm. thing. Although I don't know if you saw the footage from the Super Bowl, um, but like, <gasps> Did they have huge crowds? Yes. It was like talking about the States and how they're having cases come down. And then they showed footage of in like Florida of like, I'm not even kidding you. It was like, it was like a block party during, you know, do you remember when they had the red mile during, um, uh, Uh, the flames in the playoffs? It was just full. And there was so many people, no one wearing masks, everyone partying and drinking. And I was just like, what is going on? Like, what is happening? We're I have not lost a- every bit of faith in humanity possible. I know. I'm like, we're not out of the woods yet, guys. We're getting there and like, we're going to be there probably like, you know, before the end of this year, which is exciting. Well, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't put it past humans to fuck it up further. So. Oh God. <laughs> the COVID 20, you know, God dang. Just like spending more time on social media, I realize how many people have these like irrational belief systems. Like, Oh my God, this is, this whole thing is a hoax. And I'm like, what? Like, how are you on the same earth as me? Mm. Like, I I have also seen like to echo that though, was like uh so many people on social media as well, like big influencers and everything else, just like continually partying, continually doing stuff where Mm -hmm. I'm just like, how is this, how is any of this following the rules? How are you sticking to what we're supposed to do? You know, like, this is why we're in this mess still. God damn. God damn. Oh, well, anyways, we started off kind of positive and we ended on this a negative note. God damn guys. Do you have anything else positive to say, Daniel? Um, well, it's minus 25 outside. That's another reason why we'd be feeling all, all kinds of ways. That's very true. Actually, like this weekend, minus 25 degrees Celsius. For those of you that live in the States, I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. Look it up. It's goddamn freezing cold. It's goddamn so cold. And um, it was like that the whole weekend. And not only does it like minus 25, but like it feels like minus 35. Minus 30. Shot. Is it, does it feel like minus 35? I think so. I remember they were saying on the news, it was like, feels like minus 34 or something. And I was like, oh, why? I know. Why do we live here? Like I, I was saying to my parents. Why do we live here? It was so funny. So <laughs> apparently, according to my phone here, it's saying in Calgary, it's minus 29 right now. And oh my God. It feels like minus 36. Well, you know what? Let's be thankful that we have warm homes and that we are nice and toasty at home. That's true. Because, yeah. I said to my parents, I was like, just actually today, like literally before, right before we did this podcast, Mm -hmm. I was like, why did you guys choose to (laughs) to move to a cold ass country? Could have been Vancouver. I know. Or like, or they, like, because they were living in England before. I was like, why didn't you like move somewhere like Spain or like, you know what I mean? Somewhere that's hot. Why did they move? Why did they move to Canada? Uh, Because my dad's. Short story time. My dad's dad was living here already. Uh, And he was living in Calgary. So it was kind of like they kind of knew. So that was like kind of the stepping stone, I guess. My parents have no excuse. Yeah. Could have moved to Australia. Oh, God. Damn. Then you would be Australian. You could have an Australian accent, Rose. That'd be so funny. I know. (laughs) I could. I could be living in Sydney. It's true. Could you imagine like how (laughs) I always think like how different, you know, your life would be like, I always like, do you ever think that like, oh, how would have been if you were? I always do. Yeah. I'm like, what if I never moved to Canada? What if I stayed in Korea? What if I moved to Australia or New Zealand? That's another option. Yeah. My parents' three choices were Canada, New Zealand, and Australia. Yeah. They're like, fuck the States. We're not moving there. (laughs) 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 
to then, all of our U.S. Yeah. Fluid listeners, we apologize. Love you guys. <laughs> yeah. Love you guys so much. Um, um, that's funny. I'm nope. sure I would have had a good life if I lived in the States too, but who yeah. knows? Um, I think I think you probably yeah. would have had a, a good quality of life in like Australia, New Zealand as well. I think those three choices yeah. that your parents had, they're good. They make sense. Do you know what I mean? Like Canada, Australia, New Zealand, like, you know, we yeah. complain and stuff about it. The thing about Canada is it does get so cold here, but like overall, like I would say we have a pretty good quality of life. Um, yeah. I always, I also think to myself too, like what would have happened if my parents would have stayed? Cause like literally they lived in York in the UK, this like small yeah. city. And like, I wonder what my life would have been like if had I grown you up You would there. have a Yorkshire accent. I know. I'd say that. <laughs> I'd be like, mm, hang on. Let's see if I can do this. That's right. Lovely. That is right. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> no, but your parents don't really have a thick Yorkshire accent. I just realized. They used to. They've lost so oh. much of it. Yeah. Like. <gasps> See, that's what happens. You lose mm-hmm. your accent. hundred percent. Like my, uh, my grandma was over, like this was years ago and my parents decided to like put their wedding, they have their wedding video on VHS. So they like oh. put their wedding video in and they were like, just like saying their vows and everything else. And like, even my parents were <laughs> like, what are we saying there? Because their oh accent God. was so strong, like crazily strong. What? Yeah. But they've been that's in Canada so for like funny. 30 that's 30, true. 30 plus years now. So yeah, they raised a 30 something year old human. So oh, God damn, who's still living in their house. <laughs> oh, no, they even said my dad was like, oh. you know, it kind of sucks. He's like, your brother was just moving out. And like, just as we were about to have the house to ourselves, you oh. come back. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you guys switched. Oh my God. That's so funny. I know. I think, oh. I think that's your sign saying you need to, you need to, get your own place soon. I know it's going to happen. It's about time. Okay. I agree. You don't want to, you don't want to make it a year. Okay. There's no excuse after a year. Oh God damn. That only gives me until June 21st. So that's my, exactly. That's my drop dead date. You had COVID as an excuse, (laughs) but you do not have any excuse after one year. Okay. So true. So true. (laughs) But yeah, I could have been Australian guys. Wow. Can you imagine me in Australia? An Australian Rari's. Just, no, it doesn't Rari's. say on the same. <laughs> it doesn't say on the same. Oh, God oh my God, I can't do it. I know we've lost it. We've lost it, guys. Uh, did we ever have it? <laughs> mm, at one point, I feel like we did. I just need to watch. <laughs> what I need to do is I need to watch some like Australian yes. YouTubers or something, and then I'll just yes. hear it, and then I can reinforce how to how to say things, you know? I know. <laughs> we, we need to watch some Aussie, Aussie YouTubers. I yeah. can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, on that happy note... Mm-hmm. We will leave you guys. Uh, yes. Hopefully you guys are having a uh, relatively decent day. Yes. <laughs> and um, if you guys aren't already, um, be sure to follow us on whatever um, podcast platform you're listening on. If you are watching on YouTube, don't forget to hit that subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. And of course, leave us some comments in the comment section. If you guys want to check out our Instagram, it's at the Savage Podcast. We post lots of little like memes and reels and all kinds of fun stuff on there. And also, guys, <laughs> we have a Patreon. And for only... Which is popping. Which is popping. The, the, our little Patreon community is growing. We're loving it. Um, we, yeah. just, we, we just did a recent poll. Um, I'm going to check the results uh, tonight or tomorrow for what we should do for our February exclusive. So great place to kind of get involved, interact with us. Um, and that membership starts at only $3 a month, guys. And you get access to exclusive monthly exclusive episodes, all the episodes a week early and ad free. Yeah. 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 Come join us on Patreon. Thank you guys so much for listening and Mm -hmm. we will catch you next week. Yeah. Bye guys. Bye.